If you've been looking for a comprehensive Bible school curriculum that explores redemptive realities in Jesus Christ grounded in the Word of God, look no further. The goal of this podcast is to spread the life-transforming Word of God throughout the world for the equipping of the saints to do the work of the ministry and to build up the body of Christ in what Jesus has accomplished for us through His death, burial, resurrection, and seating at the right hand of God the Father. There's such an untapped potential for Christians to enter into their glorious inheritance in Jesus Christ. Together we will discover what Jesus has done for us by providing such a great salvation and how to appropriate the promises of God in our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 31, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Each podcast season will cover one of the books that I have compiled over the years. You can find a complete listing of my Christian education material on my website at www.wordinspire.com. You're welcome to download these ebooks for free in PDF format for your own personal or ministry use. So let's explore these biblical truths and principles together that will absolutely transform our lives. God bless. Welcome to the Gospel series, The Parables of Jesus, the parable of the wheat and weeds, referenced in Matthew chapter 13, verse 24 to 30, and verse 36 to 43. The theme is a clear depiction of the end of the age and the second advent or return of Jesus Christ. The context, Jesus continues his teaching on the kingdom of God as has been just discussed in the parable of the sower. Matthew chapter 13, verse 24. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may also root up the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Children of God, the explanation that Jesus provides for this parable is quite clear. So we will examine it piece by piece. In Matthew chapter 13 verse 36. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the Son of Man. So first of all, from a biblical perspective, God only sees three groups of people in the world. Sure, there are all kinds of ethnic groups that man recognizes, but let's see what the Bible says. Number one, there's the non-believing Jews those descendants of Abraham who are not saved. Then number two, 
non-believing Greeks or Gentiles, those who are not saved and are obviously not Jewish. The third group is called the Church of God, both former Jews and Gentiles who are now born-again Christians. The good news is that through the new birth, a weed sinner can become a wheat saint. 1 Corinthians 10.32 Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the Church of God. Those are the three groups we just talked about. Galatians 3.26 You are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. For if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So why do I point this out? Because so many folks get hung up on ancestry and genealogy. It often becomes a pride thing and can lead to discord, comparison, and pride. I'm more interested in my true identity in Jesus Christ as a citizen of heaven. Philippians 3.20 That's reality. The Bible declares that I am an alien and stranger in this world. Hebrews 11.13-14 and 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 1 Now I'm not knocking nationalism, but it should be secondary to our true citizenship in heaven. In Galatians 3.28 God removes gender and economic inequality. Everyone is equal before God. Oftentimes, the Bible uses the term seed as a figure of speech to describe posterity, descendants, and offspring. We see this in Genesis 22.18, Romans 4.13, and Galatians 3.16. The King James Version uses seed, and NIV often translates it as offspring. Jesus referred to his work at Calvary as a grain of wheat dying in order to produce many seeds after him, conformed into his image. According to John 12, verse 23 to 24, 1 Corinthians 15, 20 to 23, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 and verse 18, and Revelation 1, 5. You see, Jesus formed the original mold by which multitudes after him would be poured into. Hebrews 12, verse 2. The good seed Jesus is referring to are believers. Jesus makes us good. He makes us righteous. According to 2 Corinthians 5, 21. Jesus chose us out of the world unto himself. Matthew 22, verse 14, John 15, verse 16 to 19. I like what it says in John chapter 6, verse 39. And Jesus said, And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all that he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. Children of the Devil Matthew 13 verse 38 The weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. Have you ever heard people in the world say, Well, you know, we are all God's children. It's true that we are all created in God's image, according to Genesis 1.26, but we are certainly not all of his children. Weeds, as a type in the Bible, point to sin in Genesis 3.18, Mark 4.18, John 19.2, and Hebrews 6.8. From the very beginning, God made a distinction between God's children and the devil's. Genesis 3.15 in the New King James Version, And I will put enmity between you, Satan, and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. 
a person could be the most morally outstanding individual that even puts many Christians to shame concerning conduct and behavior, but if they are not born again, they are by default a child of the devil. Jesus referred to the religious Pharisees as children of the devil in John chapter 8 verse 31 to 47. Sadly, many people who are religious and believe that there is a God, that does not save them. 2 Timothy 3 5, James chapter 2 verse 14 to 26, and Jude verse 3 to 16. Satan plants his followers everywhere he can in order to contaminate and infiltrate even in the church. John 13 27, 2 Corinthians eleven fifteen, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 and 2, 1 Timothy 5 15, 2 Timothy 2.26 and Revelation 2.9. Now in 1 John chapter 3 verse 9 it states, No one who is born of God will continue to sin, because God's seed remains in him. He cannot go on sinning because he has been born of God. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God, nor is anyone who does not love his brother. The End of the Age Matthew 13 verse 39. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. I believe the end of the age here is referring to the second advent and return of Jesus Christ, when he is revealed to all mankind at the battle of Armageddon, as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Matthew 24 verse 40 Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding with a handmill. One will be taken and the other left. Please note, this scripture is not talking about the rapture of the church. That had already been taken place. The context in Matthew 24 is Jesus talking to the Jewish nation of Israel what they can expect to see when Jesus returns and intervenes on their behalf at the brink of their annihilation. After the second advent of Jesus, the millennial reign of Jesus Christ begins from Jerusalem for a 1,000 year period. Revelation chapter 20 verse 1 through 6. In Revelation 20 verse 1 through 10, the millennial period is revealed. Notice that nations are mentioned, meaning lots of people will repopulate the earth. Only by those who survived the great tribulation period and did not take the mark of the beast. So those who are left in Matthew 24, verse 40 to 41, are the tribulation saints, saved believers who have not been martyred for their faith. Those martyred are resurrected according to Revelation chapter 20, verse 4 through 6. They get to go on living in their natural bodies along with having children, Revelation chapter 20, verse 7 through 8. In these passages, Isaiah 11, verse 1 through 9, and chapter 65, verse 20 to 25, we see a glimpse of what it will be like during the millennial period. Those who are taken are the unsaved. They are put to death and taken to hell by the angels. These unfortunate ones accepted the mark of the beast and are doomed. Revelation 14 verse 9 through 12. Consider the matter in which Jesus returns and what he does to the nations in Revelation 19:15. Out of his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. Jesus first came as a lamb but he will return as a lion. During this global judgment in Revelation chapter 19, verse 17 to 21, multitudes of people will be put to death, James 2 verse 26, by Jesus himself and cast into hell to be reserved for judgment at the great white throne. 
Revelation 20 verse 11 to 15. Now all those people in the past who have already died in their sins are in hell right now waiting for judgment. Luke chapter 16 verse 19 to 31. Those who die specifically in the future at the end of the age will also join them in hell. Those who have died in the Lord are in heaven right now. Those who are taken up during the rapture or die as tribulation saints will also be in heaven. They will come back with Jesus at the end of the age and rule with him for a thousand years in glorified physical bodies. Those who are left specifically in this parable will also be with Jesus, but in natural bodies. Matthew 13.42 They will throw them into the fiery furnace. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear. I highly encourage you to continue listening to the Word of Life study series podcast and encourage your friends to tune in as well. The scriptures encourage us in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 to receive the message with great eagerness and to examine the scriptures every day in order to confirm the truth that you're hearing. God's Word is our final authority for all matters that pertain to life and godliness. I'd like to close this episode by praying over you according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And in chapter 2, verse 6, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Be blessed and see you soon.